So when we're looking at trading, when you're going through your trading session or your self-analysis or your self-review, I want you to think about, make a list of all the things you know will better you as a trader. Like if I actually just took my exits, if I actually wrote down in my journal, if I actually did my self-review, if I actually put my points into some kind of trackable place, if I actually had a trading plan printed out instead of just in the background on the computer, all of these things, I want you to jot down all these things that you think just straight off the head will make you that better trader. And then look. Now, funnily enough, this is a task that is like that 1% of things that you could help to get better at the 1% of things, but just as easy it is to do. Most people won't. Make a list of those things. And then you can tick off. Did I do this 1% thing today? Did I do this 1% thing today? Did I do this 1% thing today? And you will notice whether or not you are doing the small things that are going to make you better or whether you're choosing to ignore those small things. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Success Shift. It feels like it's been forever. I mean, I know I've shifted to once a week, but, um, you know, it just feels like it's been so long since I spoke to you all last. Uh, I know that it's it's going to be good for me uh, as I move forward, you know, traveling and all that sort of stuff. I'm sure all you travelers out there can understand that it can be quite hard to maintain routine when traveling, but, you know, I'll be traveling for about four months, so there's no way I'm going to let go of that. Um, and this is actually segues into kind of what we're going to talk about today relative to uh, how easy it can be to do some things and how easy it can be to not do things and the importance of actually doing the things and, and not not doing the things. But I'll explain that with a bit more clarity in a minute. Uh, I hope you've all had a great weekend. I know I have. I've had a great week, uh, like I said, because it's been a week since we spoke last. Um, lots of things happening for me. The weather's starting to cool. And as an Australian in now in the northern hemisphere in the cold i'm feeling it a little bit so i'm grateful for the extended summer we had for us the weather lasted quite long um finding gratitude super important i've noticed that because i haven't been doing these calls three times a week i have been finding gratitude less which has been affecting my psyche a uh, very interesting observation to make not sure about the others who are always jumping in here sharing gratitude if you found a difference but i do encourage to find it morning and night if you can at least one thing try to go for three um, for me today, yeah, finding gratitude for progress, um, finding gratitude for self-learning um, and kind of opening my own eyes up in the sense of, uh, I think last week we were talking about uh, moving the goalposts and how so often we don't sit in our successes uh, for long enough. And and we kind of, as soon as we get there, we, we push the goalposts further and we push the goalposts further and we tend to... Um, well, I say we, but I'm definitely referring to myself more often. We tend to 
dismiss our successes and look for what's next, the next challenge and, and allow ourselves to sit in failures much more and really trying to switch that um, paradigm, I guess, and allowing yourself to sit in your successes and be proud, be be pride, be proud um, and have pride in the things that you've done and accept that, um, you know, once we accept that success and failure, uh, failure can be part of success, not dwelling on it and not sitting in it for so long. And so for me, it was an observation that I've actually been moving the goalposts a lot and um, finding simplicity and happiness in the smaller things and the successes we've done is, is super important. So I had a bit of a, an eye opener with that relative to the past week. And it was kind of a nice, a nice thing to observe, which I wanted to share to the others. So again, chucking your gratitude into the chats. I know it's super important for me. It definitely is important for, um, it's important for a few reasons, one of which I will um, bring up a bit later, but also for choosing where your focus goes. So finding gratitude, you're intentionally choosing to focus on the good things. You're intentionally choosing to focus on the things that bring you joy and happiness rather than focusing on the negative. And, you know, the negative stuff tends to stick a lot more than the positive stuff. And this is kind of something that I really want us to try and shift, especially when we're looking at trading, especially when we're looking at our self-analysis, our self-reviews and how we've been performing as a trader in the past relative to how we want to improve. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. But before I get too off topic, let's read some of this gratitude, grateful to be gaining body, mind, soul balance amongst chaos. I love that. I often say that life, um, you know, as many of you know, I'm a new parent and it's an enjoyable chaos around here a lot of the time. I'm grateful for this beautiful fall weather makes winter shorter. I'm loving it. I'm grateful for the ongoing and upward learning success, both personally and in trading. Yes, I definitely think they come hand in hand. You'll often hear me say <coughs> trading is the best personal development program in the world. The better you develop and the better you learn and grow internally, uh, usually the better is your, your trading results are. And it's a pretty good symbiotic relationship. Whereas if I put focus on myself, I get paid handsomely in my discipline and, and in my trading. Okay, so today my focus is going to be on the 1%. Okay, the 1% and how powerful this can be. And I really want to try and bring your attention to this in a few different ways. But first of all, I don't know if you guys have read Atomic Habits. It's an incredible book. I highly recommend it. James Clear talks about this concept. It's, uh, I think he was first, he refers to it in the book from Pat Riley. <clears throat> I think he was an MBA coach and the idea here is that he, so this example, he got his um, team to run laps at the start of um, the season. And then all he said to his team was, I want you to just get 1% better every day. So no matter what they were at, their time, uh, he would, I think next day or, or the next week or whatever it was, he would he would test run them against the clock again and just say, you just need to get 1% better than what you did last time. They ended up winning the NBA championship, and uh, I think they went on to win the second year in a row, which was the first team to win two NBA championships in in like 20 years or something like that. Please don't quote those numbers, but it was the rough rough idea there. And in Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about how 1% a day, just getting 1% better, um, at the end of a year, you're 30 times better than when you started. And I think a lot of the time we come into tasks and challenges and we realize there's so much room for growth. There's so much I need to do. You know, I need to learn the jargon for trading. I need to understand patterns. I need to get a trading plan. I need to understand trading psychology. And sometimes it can get very overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. 
The problem is when it does get overwhelming, what do we do? We kind of get lost and stuck and we get this like paralysis feeling and we don't do anything. And I want to try and bring your attention to this. I'm sure Chuck someone's in the chat. If you've been wanted to do anything, like it happens to me all the time, but you want to do anything. Maybe you've got a list of chores or something and you're like, where do I start? What do I do? And the overwhelm just brings you into paralysis and you don't really know how to move forward. It happens to me far too often than I would like. Um, and that's one thing that really doesn't have to be that way. And what the goal here is to just pick one thing and focus on one thing, one thing at a time, one baby step. It doesn't really even matter which one. It's just taking action on one thing. And when you do take action on one thing, you'll very quickly realize that, okay, maybe this isn't what I want to be doing. Instead, I should be doing this. <clears throat> and so just taking the action on just randomly, okay, I'm going to start with this. Now, if there is no preference, if there is no internal um, conflict between what you should be doing and what, what you want to be doing, then the thing you start on will be great. You'll get the flow and then you'll start going, finish that, and you can get to the next next one. You'll either flow into the next one or you'll be in the same spot. Oh, what do I do now? Just take action on one thing, one thing at a time and go for it. If there is an internal conflict between what you should be doing and what you want to be doing, you'll probably start doing that and be like, oh, you know what? I should actually be doing this thing. And then you'll realize in that moment where you should be going and you can choose then, <clears throat> okay, should I do the thing that I should be doing or should I do the thing that I want to be doing? It's like that old saying, you know, Flip the coin, heads or tails. It's not whether it lands on heads or tails. It's how you feel about the result. It's like, okay, heads, I go to the park. Tails, I go to the beach. You flip it, it lands heads. And you're like, oh man, I want it. Then you know the truth behind it. You don't have to follow the coin, but now you can follow your emotion and exactly which direction you want to go. Same sort of thing happens when you've got a task of things at hand. Okay, I don't know where to start. I'll start with one. How do I feel about it? Okay, I can get the flow going. And this, this can be in many cases, okay? So, so much we get a big task and we're like, ah, oh, I don't know how to attack this. We need to break it down to smaller steps and just attack one little thing at a time. 1%, that's all you need to go for. Okay, I need to write a book, all right? I want to write a book, shall I say? Okay, where do I go? Chapters, characters, what do I do? Let's just start with one page. Today, I'm just going to write one page. Today, I'm going to write one sentence. Today, I'm going to write one line and then I'm going to be happy and satisfied with that progress. I'm not going to push the goalposts. I'm not going to keep extending it. I'm not going to feel like, oh man, I did this and now I've got to do this and now I've got to do this. Just start with the one line. Start with the one line. Go for that. And then as you progress, you can the next day. Okay. I did one line. I'm not feeling the overwhelm. Now I can go for two lines. Okay. But it all starts with that one, that one little first step. That's all the action needs to be taken on. I, I can't remember the quote, but I'm going to paraphrase here where it says, some of the biggest tasks are accomplished in the first two seconds. The first two seconds are the courage it takes to take that step. And so it's kind of like when you want to run a marathon and it's a huge effort. And you're like, oh my goodness, where am I going to start? How am I going to do this? There's so many steps to take. But really, the biggest decision and the biggest momentum shift is when you have the courage to make your body take that first step. And then it's like, uh, okay, we're one step, two step, three step. And it just kind of comes into this routine that starts to flow. Sometimes the restriction and the energy you feel before you start is so much bigger and higher and stronger and whatever else than the entire task at hand. Okay, now how does all this re relate to trading? Okay, so many times we look at the $7 million accounts and, and chuck some ones in the chat if you want to get to that seven-figure account. I know I said seven million, but hey, that's multiple seven figures. Yep, some ones coming through there, of course. Um, and we often have that as our goal line. 
which is great. And, you know, we, we, we got to have high ambitions and go for that. And it's very possible to get there. And I think everyone on this call will get there, but we got to focus on just the 1%. And this can be brought right back down. So, okay. If I want to get to a six, seven figure trade, first I got to get to a six figure trade. If I want to get a six figure account, first I got to get to a five figure account. If I want to get to a five figure account, first I got to have a good month trading. If I got to get a good month trading, first I have a good week trading. If I need a good week trading, I got to get a first, first a good day trading. In order to get a good day trading, I just need to make one good trade. So let's not focus on the seven figure account. Let's just focus on the one good trade that I need to make right in front of me. It doesn't have to be this big, overwhelming step. It doesn't have to be this huge, giant leaps and bounds. But when you follow the process, bit by bit by bit by bit, it all adds up. Just make one good trade today. One good trade today is a lot easier to comprehend than going from 50 bucks to $7 million in a couple of years because that's what my goal, my goal is, you know, whatever it is. A wise teacher once said, beginning is being half done. Yeah, exactly. It's just that first step. And it, the thing is we, we blow things up so quickly and we get so ahead of ourselves that the process is as simple as what can I do right now? Same with the trading plan. Okay. We're touching on it briefly before the call. The trading plan is simply what can I do in this exact moment? Candle closes. What should I do? Does my trading plan say enter? Yes. No. Okay. Follow that. Does my trading plan say move my stop loss? Yes. No. Follow that. Am I meant to manage it? Am I meant to exit? Am I meant to enter? Pretty much the only three questions you have at the end of every candle closure. Now we spoke about in the past, we don't have to look at every single candle. We can look at, okay, I'm not even close to a trade entry. So I'm going to take my mind off. I'm going to relax. I'm going to take some time. But the focus doesn't have to be on this huge end goal. The focus has to be on, can I do one trade? Maybe for you, it's not the trades. You know, if you've been to the trading plan course, you look at the objectives, okay? What is your main objectives? What are other objectives that you can do in order to um, improve your trading? Maybe you need to just focus on one of them at a time. And this is the key to success in trading, okay? It's not about, you know, in the trading, in the uh, mindset and trading psychology course that I'm building right now, I keep telling people when I'm talking about it, that it's not a simple recipe that you just follow. It is learning one thing. Understanding your behavior and your patterns, learning that to a level, and then seeing what else you need to learn. And it just layers up one thing after the next thing after the next thing. If you want to come in there and change everything at once, it's going to be, be overwhelming. It's going to be difficult. But if you come in there, okay, all I need to do is learn how to wait for my perfect entry. Okay, all I need to do is wait for candle closure in order to respond. I'm getting good at that. Now, all I need to do is learn how to take my exits. Just focus on one thing and do that for 20, 30, 40 trades without any deviation, just focusing on that one thing until it becomes habitual, until it becomes ingrained in your trading routine, that it's not a question of should I, should I not? It's here's my exit, exit. It's here's my entry, enter. These things will build, but when we have 10 things to learn, we get stuck trying to do them all at once. We don't record our results we don't manage it we don't track it we don't self-review doesn't have to be like that let's focus on the one percent the one thing that is going to move you forward the most the one thing that you can focus on without having to worry about the rest of it the one thing that you can do over and over again until it is ingrained into who you want to be as a trader now the second part of this one percent is 
There are so many little things that we can do to better ourselves that are very easy to do, but just as easy not to do. Okay? And over time, we hear that we should have this, we should have this, we should have this, we should have this, maybe we should do this. And all those things are actually quite simple. Okay. Check someone's in the chat if you think it's easy to once you've once you've finished doing a trade, how hard is it really to journal that trade? Probably takes maybe five minutes. Not actually that long just for one single trade. How easy is it not to do that five minutes? Almost as easy, right? How about when we talk about self-review? Okay. 20 minutes a day. Put some ones in the chat if you would spend 20 minutes a day doing whatever task it was, if that was guaranteed to make you successful at trading. One, 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 one. Okay, lots of ones coming in. Doesn't matter what it was, if you could do something for 20 minutes. So if I tell you that reviewing your trades for 20 minutes after the session is going to teach you more about your trading than any other aspect of trading will, why don't people do that? It's just as easy to do 20 minutes. It's really not much as it is not to do. What about a monthly review? Maybe it takes an hour. Again, an hour once a month, not much to do. Doesn't take much, but most people don't do it. Writing a trading plan. The amount of people that I know that are trading for years that still don't have a trading plan because they think they don't need it, which is fine. Not, you know, not everyone needs a trading plan. It's entirely up to you. I don't control you, but I can guarantee that almost 90% of the people who have gotten a trading plan finally, after their ego has allowed them to have gone, wow, this is better. Helps with tracking, helps with reviewing. What about taking only a certain number of trades? Take only three trades a session. If there was no money relative to it, if there was no anything, chuck some ones in the chat if you think that taking three trades, like that was your only task was I just have to take three trades. It doesn't matter win or loss if that was easy to do. One's coming into the chat, of course, because it is. But we don't do it. We take more. We take an extra one. We have emotion drivers. What if I was to say it doesn't make any difference about the money you make or lose, just set a stop loss here and set a take profit twice above, two times higher. That, that little thing, I mean, it might not be perfect to this strategy, but the, the relative ease of that task is very, very easy to do. Very easy to do. But we don't do it. So when all these 1% things that we, we choose to ignore, all of these little things that add up, that make us that successful trader, if we ignore all of these little 1%, then we're going to be down 10, 20, 30%. Right, We could be that much better by just doing all of these little 1% things. And as they add up, they make you the trader that you are. They make you the trader that is successful and disciplined and controlled. I know this from pure, direct experience. I got to a point where I was very disciplined. What was I doing? Closing my eyes when I hit a full stop loss, like I said in my thing. I was taking my breaths. I was journaling every trade. I was doing my self-review after every single session. I got funded and what happened? My ego, complacency. I don't need to do these things anymore. Whether it was conscious or subconsciously, the 1% of things, the 1% small, detailed, 
disciplinary things that I was doing to get me to where I was were the things that I was letting go because they were just as easy not to do as they were to do. But what happened? My results went down. My training went sideways. Things went backwards. And I was questioning why, what happened? What's, where's the change come from? The change had come from complacency. The change had come from either a boost in ego or a feeling of I've made it. Little did I realize that it was those small things, those 1% growth, those 1% details that I was doing every day that got me to that tra trading position were the very things that if I stopped doing them would <laughs> let me lose that. Okay, And this is the difference between a professional and a novice. The professional does those 1% every time. The professional's routine incorporates all those small little things that the novice doesn't do. You think about getting in a boxing ring, you think you're standing there punching. Professional thinks about hip placement, foot drive, positioning, glove positioning, 101 little things that don't make much difference individually, but when they add up, it gets you over the line as that professional. So when we're looking at trading, when you're going through your trading session or your self-analysis or your self-review, I want you to think about, make a list of all the things you know will better you as a trader. Like if I actually just took my exits, if I actually wrote down in my journal, if I actually did my self-review, if I actually put my points into some kind of trackable place, if I actually had a trading plan printed out instead of just in the background on the computer, all of these things, I want you to jot down all these things that you think just straight off the head will make you that better trader. And then look. Now, funnily enough, this is a task that is like that 1% of things that you could help to get better at the 1% of things, but just as easy it is to do. Most people won't. Make a list of those things. And then you can tick off. Did I do this 1% thing today? Did I do this 1% thing today? Did I do this 1% thing today? And you will notice whether or not you are doing the small things that are going to make you better or whether you're choosing to ignore those small things. Does this make sense? Okay, we want to focus on one thing at a time. Every day we have a choice. Every single moment of every day we have a choice. Do I want to do my five push-ups this morning or do I not? Do I want to get up for my alarm or do I not? Do I want to have that one extra beer? Do I not? One beer is not going to do much difference. That chocolate bar is not going to do much difference. Stopping. 10 push-ups short is not going to do much difference. And individually, they won't. One off, they won't. But if I knock back all those things every day consistently for a year, compare that to if I did those things consistently every day for a year, there's going to be the biggest difference. It will be drastic. So I want you to think about how easy it is not to do those push-ups. How easy it is not to have that chocolate bar and have that red wine, whatever it is your kryptonite is, how easy it is to, to not enter that one more trade and think about the opposite. How easy it is to, and how easy it is to enter that trade. How easy it is to have that extra beer. How easy it is to give up on the, the jog this morning. And every time you look at this decision, every time you look and go, Oh, 
it's it's just as easy to have it as it is not to have it. It's just as easy to do it as it is not to do it. Think in that moment, which one's going to better me, which one's not. Because in reality, that one time won't do anything except for create a good habit. That one time that you decide to do it instead of not do it is going to start to shift your identity as the person who does the tough things or the 1% compared to the person who doesn't do the tough things or the 1%. And the ability to run a marathon or get a $7 million account isn't the ability to just get up and run. Isn't the ability to can trade, trade 100 trades consecutively or however many it takes. It's the ability to go through with the 1% things that most people will say, ah, that's not going to make a difference. And be the person who goes, ah, that's going to make a difference. It's going to make one hell of a difference if I do it compared to if I don't. Please bring your attention to that. Every day we have choices, left, right, yes, no. And just as easy it is to make the no, it's just as easy to make the yes. And so you really want, I really want you to focus on should I sit back at the charts? Just as easy to say no as it is to say yes. Do I really need to take another trade? Yes, no. Should I journal or should I just walk away? These simple questions and these very simple tasks that won't take much of your time add to, added together over a whole year will make you a completely different person. Hope that's made sense. Really focus on the power of 1%. Okay, 1% of the small things, 1% task at a time, just little bite-sized pieces over and over again. This is like the whole reason I made my courses the way I did because all you need to do is focus on one lesson, one unit at a time. It's five, six minutes, most of my courses because you take that, you focus on it. It doesn't end up being overbearing, overwhelming. Be the sparrow, exactly, Aaron. Take the 1% of trades. Take the small bite-sized pieces. They will add up. All right, everyone. I hope that makes sense. I hope you have enjoyed our session. I, Again, I'm sorry. It's a week between. It feels so long for me. I'm sure it feels the same for you, but we'll be back next week. Um, same time again. Much love to everyone. Make sure that all my traders, you jump in knowing you've done your brain warm up. You've got your journal ready to trade, open, ready to write in. You have read your trading plan and know your lot size calculations. What else have we got? Um, yeah, make sure that you've done all the things that we often talk about here. And to those listening on the podcast, I will see you next week. Oh, it feels like forever. Much love, everyone. Speak to you later.